I'm CJ Von Essen. I'm Alexa Zamora. And we will be watching every single comedy movie made in the year 2007. Oh seven. Oh seven. weekend all the biggest superhero action movie events ever is happening this week and do you know what it is what is it alexa it's teenage mutant ninja turtles baby no according to the dvd it's uh tmnt oh god you're so right it's just tmnt <laughs> it's not avengers i'll tell you what guys it's 2007 and we watched tmnt the uh -huh. animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. The, a classic. Alexa, you are a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, right? I am. I am a Ninja Turtles fan. I loved it when I was a kid, when the 2003 series came out. I thought it was really cool. Then I kind of forgot about it. And then in 2012, um, I just so happened at New York Comic Con to go to a Ninja Turtles panel <laughs> just because I was going to see one of the voice actors that I really liked. Uh -huh. And in the panel, like it all just came back to me. And I was like, oh, I love these turtles. And um, when you're an adult, you have the internet and you just start like looking up all of these random facts. So I am now just a wealth of Ninja Turtles facts and I have no one to give them to, so. Not only did she bring the DVD and already own it. Yes. She's wearing a TMNT shirt. Yes. And green leggings. Well, the green leggings were just part of the okay. outfit prior. Right. That was not I didn't know if that it. was still like some no, sort of turtle cosplay. Oh, I should have pretended that it was. No, the green leggings were just part of the outfit. Uh, but I am wearing a t-shirt for Casey Jones called the Mighty Jones. Like the Mighty Ducks because he is a hockey playing man uh, mm -hmm. and Casey Jones is also my favorite character so so we have the huge fan over here what up and then we have me I never saw a turtles movie up until just now when we watched TMNT I'm so sorry that this had to be your first <laughs> I enjoyed it it wasn't bad you know what it could have been turtles 3 turtles in time okay sure yeah. turtles in time was if you don't know the Third in the live action series where they uh, travel back in time to Japanese shogunate times <laughs> for whatever reason. So, yeah, this is a cool dynamic because the entire time we were watching it, I had so many questions and Alexa had every single answer. I had every answer plus more tangents. Oh my god. I must be terrible to watch an Ninja Turtles movie with me. No, I learned a lot. I'm like, here's here's some new facts I'm going to spit at you real quick. Let's, let's just go right into let's it. Let's jump into it. So, yeah. um, brief summary of uh, the most contrived plot in the world. Um, the movie starts out giving us a whole exposition drop about uh, an old warrior like a thousand years ago in Central America 
who unlocked a portal to make himself immortal. Ooh, that's rhymes. Portal to be immortal. Good job. Thank you. He unlocks a portal to be immortal. And then he accidentally turns all of his friends slash family into stone and releases 13 monsters. So then we cut to present day. This warrior, played by Sir Patrick Stewart, is trying to collect all of these monsters so that he can become mortal again and die. And now you might be thinking to yourself, that's a cool plot, but I thought this was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Mm -hmm. Well, it still is. It still is, because on the flip side, we have several other plots. Leonardo was, for some reason, sent also to Central America to train, which now that I'm thinking about it, how did he get to Central America? He's a giant turtle. Did he take public transportation? He probably just, like, did a bunch of backflips and landed there. He did, uh, he did Turtle Man. Uh, I don't remember if it's exactly called Turtle Man. I might be confusing it with Muppet Man. But, uh, they they put on trench coats and hats, and Mm. that's how they get around. That's a legitimate thing in the show and the movies. Yeah. Uh, so he could have done that. So he's training in Central America. He was only supposed to be there for a year, but he is avoiding going home to his family because he feels like a failure for whatever reason, and he's, like, protecting a small village... And then April O'Neil comes down, who, in the 14 years between uh, the last Turtles movie and this one, has decided to move on from uh, being a, a journalist and a news anchor to being a Lara Croft Tomb Raider. And I have to stop you right there, because it's time to announce. <laughs> April is played by Sarah Michelle Geller, who I'm announcing is my love of my life, yeah. I feel. Sarah Michelle Gellar has become the true mascot of this podcast, if you remember. She was the star of Happily Never After after watching Cinderella. Yes, after watching Happily Never After, Sarah was just in my head, in both of our heads. We just so happened to watch the movie with her in it, and I started watching Buffy, and she's the the star in Buffy, and I'm loving it. I am all for Sarah Michelle Gellar. We are all in on Sarah Michelle Gellar. And so here's my pitch. Before we even continue with the plot, I'm taking control now, Alexa. Oh, I'm no. sorry. It's okay. CJ, take the wheel. This is every comedy movie in the year 2007. But it's not too late to change things. We've watched two movies, both with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Hear me out. <laughs> I think we could be every Sarah Michelle Gellar movie in... Ever. Ever. In ever. I think it's not too late to just no. change podcast ideas, get a different title, some artwork. Every and Sarah Michelle Gellar movie. We just ever. go down her IMDb page. Yes. And this becomes, this podcast, we're going off the rails. We're turning into a Sarah Michelle Gellar podcast exclusively. I think she would really appreciate she's it. She's so great. And in this movie, she's got about 20 lines. Oh, and she's It's great. not enough. It's not enough. We were we proposed that uh, we have our own movie yes. called uh, instead of TMNT, it's called April, mm-hmm. and it's just Sarah Michelle Gellar playing April O'Neil, and it's basically Eat, Pray, Love, but there are turtles there, <laughs> and she, it's her quest to become a Tomb Raider and find love in the bustling city of New York and in the crazy jungles of Central America, and there are turtles there. Eat, pray, pizza. <laughs> Eat, pray, pizza. No. <laughs> Eat, pizza, love. Pizza, pray, love. Ooh, all those combos work. 
pizza prey ninja. So listen, <laughs> that's if you guys if episode three is not a 2007 movie Don't be and shocked. it is something Sarah Michelle Gellar related. If it's just Scooby Doo or Scooby Doo oh. 2 Monsters Unleashed or the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie or any other movie that she's in. That's so good. So I'm so good. ready. Every- Sorry guys. We're, <laughs> We're switching. Changing I- the podcast. We'll see what baby. happens. <laughs> now, Alexa, you gotta take the wheels or I'll continue talking about Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh my god. Okay, so the rest uh, of the plot. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar is like, Leo, you gotta come back mm. to New York City. And he's like, I can't. But then he comes back anyway. Uh, meanwhile, because Leo is gone for over a year, his family falls apart. His uh, Donatello is a, uh, what's it called? An IT help person? What are they called? Uh, he's a, like a help desk. Yeah, he's like a, like a help desk. And people service. call and there's a weird joke where he's like, no, I'm not playing hard to get. I told you, sir, this isn't that kind of phone line. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> uh, and Mikey has decided to take up the uh, the occupation of being a party. He's an entertainer. Entertainer. A mascot called Car- Cowabunga Carl. He just wears another turtle mask on top of his turtle head. And he does birthday parties. But he hates it. And nobody's telling him to do it. He does it himself and hates it. Uh, he's just a carefree, carefree he's individual. He's a good boy. He is. I love him. Uh, and then Raph uh, is an angsty teenager. Ralph. And Ralph. <laughs> Ralph Macchio, the angsty teenager. Ralph Macchio of Karate Kid fame. <laughs> It's funny because Ralph Macchio's accent and uh, Raphael's yeah. accent is pretty much the same. Uh, Ralph, uh, Ralph, you're killing me. Raph's, uh, <laughs> Raph and his inexplicable Brooklyn accent have gone off. He has uh, taken up the uh, persona of the Night Watcher where he wears armor and just looks like a giant turtle in armor. Reptilian Batman. Reptilian Batman. Uh, yeah, and he is become, he's like a vigilante and him and Casey Jones go out and have bro love. Uh, and then Leonardo comes home and he's mad at all of them for not training. I don't know. Leo's such a fucking nerd. He's so annoying. <laughs> and he's like, what, what are you doing? We can't go fighting unless we can come and take... Shut up, Leo. Just get out your stupid swords. And wow. Just, he's so annoying. You're really emotional I'm about so this. so passionate about how annoying he is. Damn. Um... And then they end up becoming they end up becoming a team. Oh, the Foot Clan is there. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart hires Karai and the Foot Clan to wrangle up these monsters, and he also reanimates all of his friends. Now, guys, for those of you who don't know what any of this is, the Foot Clan is apparently a part of Shredder. Yes. Who is already dead. Yes, because and Cry is Shredder's daughter. Yes. Um, this movie is technically supposed to take place as, like, a spiritual successor to the original three live-action movies. Um, so technically it takes place after the Shredder is killed. However, at the end, Karai goes, You will find familiar faces from your past. And I think that just means... And Leo turns to Raph and is like, She doesn't mean... And you're like, Oh, the Shredder's coming back? But he doesn't. There's no sequel. (laughs) I feel like the entire Foot Clan and Karai just... Did not need to be in this no, movie No, there's all. a lot that didn't need to be in this movie. First of all... The plot was everywhere. The plot as was you, As everywhere. you can tell from 
what Alexa was saying. We can't even keep keep all the story straight because you've got the plot with uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, aka Max Winters, trying to wrangle up these monsters and trying to uh, bring mortality to himself and all of his stone friends. You have all of his stone friends who are betraying Sir Patrick Stewart because they want to keep being stone people and be immortal. Then you've got the whole tension between Raph and Leo, and then you have the whole thing about them all becoming a team again. Then you've got Karai and the Foot Clan having beef with them. Then you have the B story, the other story about um, April and Casey Jones wanting to settle down and like be married, which they drop midway through. That story has like six lines. Oh my god! Yeah, they literally have six lines. Casey's like. Yeah, she, like, wants me to, to settle down, but, like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. And, like, that's the end of it. They just drop it. There was, they tried to pack so much into this 90 It was movie. exhausting. They did not need so much. It could have just been a movie about, like, you could have just stripped it all down, had Raph and Leo doing their thing about hating each other and loving each other and whatever, and then just had another Ninja Turtles villain. Do you know how... CJ, you don't know how many Ninja Turtles villains I name, there are. I can name Shredder, and uh, I assume it's just other kitchen appliances like Blender <laughs> and Microwave Oven. You're close. Oh! No. There's a... There's a... You've got the villains like... You've got Krang. Stapler. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've got Krang. You've got... Um, Hun and the Purple Dragons, you've got the Triceratons, you've got the Mousers and what's-his-name. There are so many. Yeah, you're laughing at the Triceratons, aren't you? And the Mousers? Yeah, the Mousers. I forget. I'm sorry. It's, it's Micers. It's the Mousers. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the Micers? No, they're like, they're like, um, they're, uh... Dinosaurs and mice? Yeah. Um, I forget what the crazy scientist was who made them. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. But the Triceratons are, yes, a race of Triceratop aliens. Oh my god. They're pretty cool. You could have had the Triceratons. There's so much. There's so much that you could have used, but they made up this other, like, Final Fantasy nonsense. I've never played Final Fantasy, but it feels right. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see it. Why not? So eventually, uh, the... I would say the climax of the movie is when Raph and Leo fight each other. Yeah, that um, was a that was a great scene. That was a really good scene. It was choreographed really well. It was lit. The symbolic lighting. The climax was of teen so angst. So good. There's so much teen angst. It was a. That's like the best part of the movie, and the whole rest of the movie is just kind of like here's a bunch of nonsense try to figure it out and they dump the the prologue that whole like oh yeah max winners thing they dump it on you twice just in case you forgot because it's so complicated and convoluted very i guess yeah and i still think it was a good movie yeah honestly i maybe that's biased because it's we a saw good children's ha- movie yeah maybe we're biased because we saw happily never after last and so the bar is really low but I- it is pretty good it's not like insulting to kids there's too much going on and i feel like it fizzles um because of that because it can't decide Mm -hmm. what it wants to do but i think overall like it's a it's a pretty serviceable ninja turtle movie yeah i i feel like as someone that is completely new to this whole fandom it like i i learned a lot 
mostly through you. <laughs> if watching this without you and at, like with all your answers, <laughs> I I feel like I would still be a little confused. Yeah, they don't give you a lot of information about the turtles themselves or like the previous encounter with about, Shredder. Yeah, about the Shredder. They don't they just kind of assume that you're going in with all of this knowledge, which for me isn't a problem, but I'm sure if CJ was watching it by himself, he'd be like Wait, who, yeah. whomst are these people? Definitely. Because they just throw characters at you like it's nothing. And they're just ninja turtles with a big rat sensei. Yes. And... He's... Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a rat. Hamato Yoshi. Well, Hamato Yoshi's rat in this one. But it was funny as well. It was funny. Like they had nice jokes. They had some good laughs. The toaster line was the one first early on that really Very got us Very early on. Laughing. There's a guy... They're like these criminals... Um, that are like robbing a place and they're like we got the goods and then this guy like little scrawny guy comes up behind him he's like hey guys i found the toaster (laughs) (laughs) and the guy is like he's like thank you your work ethic is an inspiration to us all and i'm like i love toasters and he carried the toaster for a long time i was very excited for him and his toaster i don't know if it's just me but i feel like toasters are like the funniest kitchen appliance. I think so too. Well, I think that and like spatulas. There, were, I was at an arcade in at at the boardwalk one year, and for whatever reason, I was determined to win enough tickets so I can get a toaster. We already had <laughs> two toasters at home, but I wanted my own toaster to win. Dude, I don't blame you because uh, when I was like twelve years old, around the year of two thousand seven, I <gasps> bought myself my own panini maker because I was obsessed with making paninis. And That's we still a have it. One. Yeah. I saved I got like a bunch of like Target gift cards for my birthday and I combined them all and I bought myself a panini maker. That's nice. I'm going through a phase now with air fryers. I really want an air fryer. I have no idea what that even looks like. It's like a little, it looks like a crock pot, but it fries things. I don't fully understand it. I just saw an infomercial for one once and I was like, gotta have it. If you, here's the thing. Here's my knowledge of TMNT and Alexa's immense knowledge. She could tell me literally anything and I would, like, about the franchise and I would believe her. Like, if you told me they had, like, a brother named Crockpot, and he was like a crocodile, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. They do have a friend that's a crocodile, though. See, I don't know if you're bullshitting no, or No, it's real. His name's Leatherhead. Wow. Yeah. He uh, was... Incredible. Yeah, he was mutated <laughs> by the Krang, um, and then they, re- they like, tortured the poor guy, and then they the Ninja Turtles set him free, and he's Michelangelo's BFF. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's really cute. Sh- that's... That's great. Yeah. But that's a perfect example. Like, I, like she can tell me anything. I'm like, yeah, all I'm right. Just, I'm spitting mad facts <laughs> all the time, baby. So the, the plot and story, eh. Not great. But also, the there's good dialogue. There's some good dialogue, and then there's some, like, dialogue that you're like, mm, excuse me? Mm-hmm. Give us an example. Uh, Well, at the end, okay, so the... Climactic scene between Raph and Leo are in two parts. The first part is when Raph is still dressed like the Night Watcher. I'd like to uh, point out that earlier in the movie, Casey Jones is fighting him and he's like, Hey Raph, what are you doing? And Raph is like, How did you know that I was the Night Watcher? And he's like, Well, because you look like a giant turtle in armor. And he's like, Oh, it's that obvious? I'm like, Yeah, dude, because you look like a giant turtle. But later in the movie, Leo is fighting the Night Watcher and has no 
fucking clue that it's his own brother who's a giant turtle. Some points, that would be a given. One, he's got a shell. Two, he's got three fingers and three toes. Three, he sounds like his brother. <laughs> like, I don't understand. So, Leo kicks Raph as the Night Watcher's ass. And then he looks at him, and with the straightest face, he goes, Good night, Dark Prince. Good night, Dark Prince. <laughs> Was that like a play on, like, Good night, Sweet Prince from it, the Big Lebowski, but well, not? Hold on. Wait a minute. We're back. You just said. Good night, sweet princess from the Big Lebowski. Yeah. No, that's a reference to Hamlet. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. Definitely. Okay. I'm, I'm almost guaranteed that's from Hamlet. The last time. And so I think it's a mixture of Hamlet and Dark Knight. And Dark <laughs> and Prince. Oh yeah, and the f- artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all three. <laughs> exactly. I wish they had a Prince song in this movie. That they had a nice. good soundtrack. Okay, so yeah, some positives. The music was pretty banging. Music was pretty good. I kind of wish that the music was a little louder. It was hard to hear. However, the one scene where the best song is, which is a cover of Black Betty, is really good. That's a good scene. That's when Raphael yes. is... Trying like, to capture a little gremlin this, monster. This, yeah, a little gremlin monster. And they're in like this random diner kitchen and it's just food going everywhere and they're struggling back and forth. And then it's like, whoa, black and it's like really good. Yeah, that was a banger. That was a banger. So the music is pretty good. Animation looks really good. Yeah, I was fine with the animation. It does look like a video game cutscene, but unlike Happily Never After where it was a bad video game, this is, it looks kind of like a 2000... Seven Assassin's Creed. It looks pretty good. Yeah, our our views on this movie definitely is like in a nicer light because we watched Happily Never After. First. Yes, definitely. That, I don't like the two movies coming out in the same year is just yeah. incredible. There's also some weird like the voice acting uh, was pretty good. Yeah. Overall, was... Karai really tried. She really really tried, I, but I it didn't just care about that. At wasn't all. it wasn't coming. Everything, out everything well. Karai and Foot Soldier, Foot, yeah. foot Clan. Really goes over the head because you don't really care. Sarah Michelle Geller, killing oh. it. Killing it every time. Sarah Michelle Geller! Killing it. <laughs> I love her. Sarah Michelle Geller. So good. Um, Casey, played by Chris Evans. This is one out of his four comic book movies. If you count Scott Pilgrim as a comic book. If you don't, it's three. Sometimes I like to watch this movie and hear him say bad lines and then think to myself, he's Captain America now. He is the first Avenger. Next time we can watch Scooby-Doo, Cruel Intentions. Are you looking up Sarah Michelle Gellar? She was in The Grudge. Oh my god. I am. Oh, Scream (laughs) 2. Scream, you can't. That was 1997. Off off the rails. (laughs) I'm sorry, we're actually on just a completely different set of rails for Michelle Geller, the podcast. Get on the Geller train. Get on the Geller train. Choo-choo, bitch. Suburban girl. I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beverly Hills Family Robinson. What? Oh. Uh. Freedom Force? Well, we're going to watch them eventually. Quantum Quest? Sorry, get 2007. Ready, get ready for our new <laughs> spin-off podcast, every Sarah Michelle Gellar movie ever. That will be our Patreon exclusive There we podcast. go. Yes. Yes. I, I'm completely fine with that. Um, anyway, 
Uh, Chris Evans, great as Casey Jones, my favorite character ever. Is it is it because he's played by Chris Evans that I find him kind of hot? Probably. Yeah, he was just he was plain to me. He was I because I think because I have such a love mm-hmm. for the character. Like every time he's on screen, I'm like, it's Casey Jones, baby, he's here. He just seemed like just a regular dude, just. Yeah, he chilling. wasn't that. He wasn't that crazy in the comics and in other iterations. He's like. He's like an unhinged man. Mm, um, okay. And the reason why... First, him and Raph hated each other because they were both unhinged, crazy people that just like wanted to be violent. Uh, and then they realized that they could uh, combine their powers for total chaos. And then they did another BFS. They're besties. So, um, guys, I think it's time to stop talking about TMNT, the 2007 And movie. talk more about Sarah Michelle Geller. Well, I mean, I'm always down. <laughs> but... <laughs> You mentioned this when we were watching the movie, oh, no. and I I said I that you need to stop, <laughs> save it for the podcast, because I have so many questions. You said a I I said a lot of facts that you were like you should save that for the podcast. Alexa, you told me that you follow this woman, who's a porn star. Yes. Whose name is April O'Neil as yes. the porn star name, and she makes. So, here, I'll tell. So there's a porn star. Her name is April. Her yeah. porn name is April O'Neil. The reason she calls herself that is because she does really like the Ninja Turtles. I follow her on Instagram because she seems like a genuinely nice and creative person. If I go on, if I type in April O'Neil on Instagram, am I going to get her? Um, probably. I can pull keep, her Instagram you, up. I'm going to look for it um, and you keep talking. But basically, she works for this, um, I guess, porno website called Wood Rocket, which is, which like specializes, I guess, in like comedic porn parodies. And she started directing them and like starring in them. And I just really think she's a good person. So I want to, you know, support her. So I've watched them. I don't watch the sex parts because I think that's weird. <laughs> But she has a really funny sense of humor, and she's done, like, a Doctor Who one. Um, she's I done, love, like, an Alice in Wonderland one. I absolutely love that you legit are watching pornos for the plot. Oh, yeah, no, they're I for the love plot. It. I'm there for the plot only. I want to do... Can this be another spinoff? <laughs> we don't I would totally watch pornos just for the plot Every porno, but just the plot. I found her Instagram. It's... Yeah, she's really It's cute. the first thing you type in when you type in April O'Neil. Yeah, she seems really nice. She goes to a lot of cons. She really likes the cosplay. Like, I just feel like she's a very nice person. Um, but... She got the opportunity to direct a three-part porn parody of the Ninja Turtles, and I was very happy for her because she kept posting on, like, social media, like, this is my dream come true, and I was like, that's such a weird dream to have, but I'm so proud of you. And it's actual porn. It's actual porn. I'm looking at a picture now that's Zelda and Link. Oh, yeah, she's done a Zelda one, too. She's done quite a few. If you just go on Wood Rocket and search April O'Neil, you'll find a lot. Holy, like, Um, okay. Yeah. She's she seems really cute. She's got a really cute dog. I'm gonna give her a follow. Her give Instagram her a follow. seems actually like every very once wholesome. In, every once in a while she'll put exactly That's a good dog. Yes, she's got a great dog. And every once in a while she'll post a titty picture. But you know what? That's her living. I'm not gonna tell her no. Mm-hmm. You can post all the titty pictures you want, girly. But um yeah, so there is a porno. It's three parts. 
Um, there's the first one where it's April O'Neil and Casey Jones. Then there's the second one, I don't remember what it is. And then there's the third one, and it's all the turtles. And yes, it is a bunch of... Wait, 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 no, no. Is it just the turtles? Uh, I think Casey's in there too. So four turtles, one Casey. <laughs> and April, yeah. Wow. And yeah, and, and they're all just fucking. It's people, yeah, and they're people dressed like turtles, and they are turtle dicks, and <sighs> uh, and just use your imagination to what it all is, because uh, I don't, I, I don't wish to go any further. Well, you don't have to use your imagination because starting next episode, <laughs> we're actually gonna do the April every April O'Neil movie. Every uh, April O'Neil porno, but only the plot. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh, step aside. Actually, we, every listen. We have three. We'll cover it. We got plenty of time. We have so many podcasts. We have so many irons in the fire right now. You know. Oh my god. Like that is just. It's hard to wrap the head around. You'd be surprised how many people uh, really like really like the turtles in that way. I feel like, I, I said this before, too, uh, while watching the movie, because I also don't understand, I never really played a Sonic game or any of the movies, mm-hmm. and, like, never really got into that whole franchise. Mm-hmm. I feel like TMNT and Sonic have, like, similar... Like, Furries. Yeah. 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 People really, because I, I did spend some time in the Ninja Turtles fandom. Um, You're a veteran. I'm a veteran, okay? Mm-hmm. I've seen some things. <laughs> and you see oh, no. you see things that like you really don't want to see. Like, like Leonardo's dick. Yeah, like a lot of turtle dick. I also learned about, like, well, this is like separate from Ninja Turtles, but I do know that um, a turtle, a real life turtle's dick is called a cloaca. And no, no, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. What? Well, uh, 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 um, <laughs> no, wait, hold on. I need to I, I need to get the information out of my head. A cloaca is a bird's like one stop shop oh. to like uh, fucking piss and shit. Oh well, on turtles, that's how they reproduce, and they I found also out- call that a cloaca. Uh-huh. Incredible. Yes, and I found out because I for a while like. I was, I wanted a pet turtle, and I was like, I was just researching pet turtles, and they were like, oh, somebody was like, you shouldn't get a pet turtle, and this is like all of the things that can go wrong, and I was like, oh no, so then I looked it up, and apparently, they're like, your, your, your pet turtle can have a problem where its cloaca can come out, and not go back in, and the way that you help it is that you have to jerk off your turtle, (laughs) and then the cloaca will go back in. Alexa. <laughs> and then later, I jo- like as I got further into the Ninja Turtles fandom, I was like, I wish I didn't know this. I... Oh, oh, Alexa. <laughs> you see a lot. If you have a turtle as a pet, sometimes yeah, sometimes that might you have to give it a hand job. Yeah, and help and help it go back in. Oh no. Mm-hmm. It's it's a turtle disorder. <laughs> oh no! And I feel bad. The poor little turtles. You know so much information. I know, <laughs> and it's like I even have turtle information that's not even related to the Ninja Turtles. I just have turtle info. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. 
We got it. We got it. <laughs> we got to shift gears. We got to shift I wanna, gears. I want to... I want to try and guess which one of the four Ninja Turtles is your favorite. Okay. Oh, it's easy. Because there's there's Leonardo. Yeah. There is Raphael. Yeah. Michelangelo yeah. and Donatello. Yeah. And I've learned that they each have different characteristics. Like mm-hmm. Leonardo is the leader. Michelangelo is the the stubborn like brute fighter. Uh, That's Raphael. What did I say before? Michelangelo. Oh, my be Michelangelo is the the entertainer, goofy, pizza eating fun one and then donatello is the scientist nerd well if you if you ever listen to the uh the 1980s theme song um Raphael is cool but rude oh they, they legit just say they're yeah it goes leonardo leads donatello does machines <laughs> Raphael is cool but rude and michelangelo is a party dude Incredible. So essentially, that's that's the the baseline of what they are. All right, I'm gonna try and guess which one's your favorite. Okay. It's not Leonardo because you you were no. talking about how you really don't like Leonardo. No, I do like him, just not in this movie. He's no, a, he's you a absolutely bitch. hate his guts. No, and he's really he's re- oh my god. <laughs> no, he's really cute. You ones. said it yourself. I, I never said this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Not committing murder against the turtle. I'm gonna say it's Michelangelo. Um, that was, not, I was like, that was, uh, is the close second. So, okay. There's only two left, and so which one is There's your favorite? There's three left. Look, oh, yeah. I, I ruled out Leonardo. So which one is it? It's Raphael. Oh, it is Raphael. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I mentioned before this podcast that I was going to get a Raphael, uh, Raphael's mask tattooed. I should have, I should have brought yeah. that into account. Yes. Yeah. I really like Michelangelo and Donatello from this movie. Yeah, in this movie, they they're have cool. like, they they're have chill. a cute dynamic. Yeah, where they're just like they're just the guys in the back having a good time. They they are who I would want to be if I was a Ninja Turtle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in other iterations, Donatello's got some problems. Mm. He's really likes April O'Neil in the 2012 series. Oh, when it gets a little yeah, creepy. that's gonna get weird again. Yeah, gets weird. All right, so next thing. You made something for me. I did. So, basically, I'm going to give you um, three turtle facts. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. I'm gonna call this two turtles and the lie. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you gotta fi- figure out which which of these turtle facts is mm-hmm. the lie in the. You group. got it. Um, so there's three in total. Yeah, there's three. So I have uh, four sets of three three facts. Yes. Oh my god, you did a lot. I did a lot. Okay, yeah. I'm ready, I'm ready. Alright, okay. So, the first set of three. So, first fact. Uh, Casey Jones, in the comics, uh, has a daughter named Shadow with a woman whom he met while she was pregnant, fell in, like at like a gas station or something, fell in love with her, married her, she died, and then he adopted this girl named Shadow. Wow, um, okay. Second fact uh-huh. is that in the 2003 series, there was an episode called Insane in the Membrane, which was banned in the U.S. and I think the U.K. for being uh, too scary. And the uh, third fact is that um, you haven't seen the other movies, but in uh, Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, Vanilla Ice makes a cameo and sings a very classic song called Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. And uh, that was... Charting on the Billboard charts for two weeks. Oh my god, these are all so specific. <laughs> you made up one of these? Yes. Okay, okay. Um. So the first one, 
Shadow is such a weird name that could totally be appropriate in this universe. Because <laughs> it, it's it's also one in Sonic. That's, yes. That's, that's a wild... That's so specific, the whole thing you said. <laughs> then you said Insane in the Membrane didn't air because it was too scary. Mm-hmm. And then the whole with Vanilla Ice. Yes. Ice Ice I'm gonna I'm going to go with the second one is made up because... Why would it be too scary? This is a like a cool kids fun show. That is incorrect. <laughs> what? The, no! The vanilla ice one is a lie. It never charted. <laughs> um, you made that up? Yeah, I made that up. Wow. Insane in the Membrane was an episode that was bit, it would never aired in the US because it was deemed to be too scary. It was about a guy what? who yeah, who uh basically his body was deteriorating and he was just becoming a brain and he went completely insane and it had like a lot of like I mean I saw it when I was a teenager so like I didn't find it scary but you, when you do watch it you can there's a lot of like scary visuals of like a man decaying like before you and you're like oh. wow you made up the whole vanilla ice thing yes <laughs> oh this is gonna be so hard oh my god okay, okay. there's how many more are there uh I have four and then I also have another game for you but that's just one question all right let's let's get the next one okay. I need to get some points so Second set of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned before the Mousers. The Mousers. Oh no. Uh, in in the series, they are a race of mutated mice, and the series, the Biker Mice from Mars, is <laughs> based off of them. <laughs> Second fact: Michelangelo. I know. I told you he has a BFF named Leatherhead, but he also has other friends. One is a mutated gecko named Mondo Gecko, who speaks uh, like Napoleon Dynamite. And the other is a man named Pigeon Pete, who is a pigeon man. Uh, and the third fact is Brad Garrett, uh, known best for his role as uh, Raymond's brother Robert, and everybody loves Raymond. Oh my god. Uh, he, is, uh, he plays a character in one of the movies. Alexa. <laughs> I, I have absolutely no idea. The one, I feel like the Brad Garrett one should be fake. I'm not locking it in yet because that's the one that's like, I feel like it would be easiest to make up. Like saying just, oh yeah, that guy was a character in one of the movies. Mm -hmm. But I think you're doing this on purpose. (laughs) Napoleon Dynamite as a gecko seems so weird. I think the first one's true. I don't care about the first one. What was the gecko's name? Mondo Gecko. He skateboards. <laughs> I'm gonna say that one's fake. No, that one's true. God <laughs> the, damn it! The one that I made up is the Mousers. The Mousers. No! Yeah, the Mousers are just—they're just little—they're uh, just little robots. That that they go like nah nah. You're way too good at this. <laughs> Can I tell you? I'm gonna tell the audience that I actually had—I struggled to make up the lies because there's so much insane nonsense that happens in the over like almost 40 years that this that this comic series has been alive. You were really good at presenting the, the, the facts. Thank you. Um, and Brad Garrett is in the latest Ninja Turtles movie, um, the second Michael Bay one, Out of the Shadows. He plays Krang. Okay. <laughs> sure. You don't know who that is, but... Oh, you know. <laughs> okay. Third set. Uh-huh. Um, so there, uh, in one iteration, there is a fifth turtle who is a woman... She has turtle boobies, and her name is Venus de Milo. Um, oh, my. No, uh, oh, no, wait, whoa. You can't just say that <laughs> casually. Yes. I've never heard 
of that shit. Yeah, Venus de Milo. And here's a little bonus fact onto that fact. They had a crossover episode with the Power Rangers. What? Which... Okay, okay, continue. Second uh, fact... How could that be real? Michelangelo has, in the comics, has a daughter uh, from another dimension whose name is Antoinette. uh, Named after Antonio's Pizza, but female. Michelangelo has a daughter? Yes. And then the third fact is that the Ninja Turtles are technically Muppets. (laughs) No. Neither of these can be right. You're saying two of these are are true? Yes. The Ninja Turtles are technically Muppets? In what iteration, yes. You have a lot of Muppet knowledge, too. I, I do know have that for a lot a of Muppet knowledge. And so I guess I have to just accept that as fact. <laughs> and so I'm between Michelangelo having a daughter named Antoinette and there being a fifth Ninja Turtle... That was a woman? Mm-hmm. I, I've, all my life, even though I've never seen any of the, the franchise stuff, I've never seen or heard of this fifth one. What was it? it was Venus co- de Milo. And so she's not named after um, a famous no, but painter. It's a statue. She's named after a famous painting. Yes. Well, no. It's a statue, isn't it? Um, it could be a statue, too, but I know it's a painting of the, you know, Venus de Milo, and she's yeah. in the clamshell, and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real with you, I know it because of the Simpsons. Oh, that's okay. Because of the gummy Venus de Milo, I think. <laughs> Alexa. They're teenagers. They should not have children. I think... Michelangelo having a daughter is fake. That's correct. Oh You're my right. god! Thank you. You're right. He oh. does, they, they never procreate, not to my knowledge. They do uh, become no longer teenagers, though. They do grow up eventually, and they have girlfriends and stuff. But oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, he never has a daughter. Uh, the Ninja Turtles are technically Muppets because Jim, the Jim Henson Company, made the turtle suits for the original um, 1990s. Uh, Live action Ninja Turtles, and Wild. yes, and the um, the just as a random fact, the suits uh, they the poor people that were in the suits sweat so much through them, and because like they weren't particularly breathable, and they also wore down the suits so much that they had to consistently keep making like more legs and more bodies and whatever, and the heads were also remote control so that they could look like very expressive. So there were people on like on the side like with little rc car things like controlling the faces and there was a fifth one yes and there was a fifth one uh named venus de milo there was a very short-lived live action television series of the ninja turtles where they added a fifth female turtle named venus de milo what was her color was it yellow it was light blue oh wait why would they do another color i don't know um but yeah she was a, a a fifth turtle named venus and they did have a crossover with the Power Rangers, which I th- that was my first ever introduction to the Ninja Turtles was uh, the Power Rangers crossover. That's another franchise I never got into. Uh, my brother was into it. I saw it from afar and was like, mm. ah, are those the Ninja Turtles? And then, wow, you know. I feel so happy I got just You got one, one right. right, I'm so proud. Is, there's another one? Yeah, there's a fourth set. Okay. You are outdoing yourself right <laughs> now. This is incredible. 
Okay, so the first fact is that um, the turtle, the Ninja Turtles have been making toys like forever. They were essentially, the television show was made to sell toys um, originally in the 80s. So they had one set of toys that were wrestling themed and Raphael was dressed like Macho Man Randy Savage. That's, that's so much information the, that has to be true. The second one um, is that the original voice actor in the 80s series who played Shredder was the same actor who played Uncle Phil in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And the third uh, fact is that they have had a crossover issue with Batman. Okay, so like you saying Uncle Phil actually brought back some sort of hidden knowledge in my head because <laughs> I knew that. I knew that for okay, some reason. Okay, so... So it's two. Mm-hmm. Crossover with Batman... Or Ron, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Batman seems like the easy thing to be true. And that's why I'm going to say it's false. No, it's true. Oh. <laughs> they had a crossover um, with Batman, and there's a really... It's funny to me, but it's like a really hilarious panel that like is Batman like brooding and he goes, yes, Raphael, <laughs> my parents were murdered. And then there's just a oh. close up of Raphael's face just looking like shocked. And for some reason, it kills me every time. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Um, the false one is that uh, they did have a, re- it's kind of a trick question. They did have a wrestling line. One mm. of them was dressed like Macho Man Randy Savage, but it was Michelangelo. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Raphael was dressed like The Undertaker. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and now lastly, I have uh, I have three lines from Ninja Turtle, from the original 1990 Ninja Turtle movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read them, and you're going to tell me which one isn't actually a line from the movie. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for a late pizza. The second one is, Donatello says, you're a claustrophobic, and Casey says, you want a fist in the mouth? I never even looked at another guy before. And the, and the third one is, leadership isn't a game. That's saved for Scrabble. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, say the first one again. Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for a late pizza. about leadership isn't a game save that for scrabble Mm -hmm. that's saved for scrabble that's saved for scrabble i'm gonna go with scrabble you're right okay yeah oh my god it was 1990 they had homophobic jokes and forgiveness is divine never pay uh full price for late pizza that's just you know famous line from it okay yeah all right (laughs) i am Beyond impressed by your <laughs> immense knowledge of this franchise. I'm glad. I thought. I thought they were going to be obvious. So I'm so glad. <laughs> you literally uh, like. I, I knew nothing coming <laughs> into this. Oh, I'm so glad that wow. I stumped you. I also gave you the other fact earlier before that um, Raphael's for uh, Raphael had a girlfriend that was like a sexy cheetah or fox lady. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you did. Like. You, you can tell me anything, and I'll have to believe you. Yeah, I looked at him, and I was like, yeah, uh, Michelangelo, like, dated a girl who was a time traveler, and he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Her name's Renette. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, like, that's the kind of shit. So, this movie, TMNT 2007. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, I 
I think I like, I haven't watched it in a few years. I think I liked it more this time around. Um, I did, the thing about it with me is that I always remember it to be better than it actually is. And then I watch it and I'm like, this is so disappointing. Mm -hmm. Um, It just has, it's annoying because it has so much potential to be like an amazing Turtles movie. And it's just kind of okay because they had, like it was so much packed into one and I think the reason is because it wasn't like a development hell for like years and they went through several directors and like it was a whole thing gotcha yeah yeah it did however do really great at the box office like it absolutely killed Hmm. it made a lot of money it was reviewed extremely poorly but I mean that's never stopped movies that made a lot of money sequels before but um unfortunately the second movie got stuck in development hell of course Mm -hmm. and then uh they were just kind of like we're over it and then in uh, a couple years later michael bay was like i'm gonna do it so i'm gonna do another new thing that we're gonna do at the end of all these podcasts Mm -hmm. i have an idea oh boy i feel like we should keep a consistent as we chip away at all the 2000 movies rank like not ranking but a leaderboard of who what is the current best one that we've watched so far yeah so my question is alexa did you like tmnt (laughs) or did you like happily ever after more oh i mean it's such a difficult choice which one are we gonna put up top but tmnt's gotta be at the top all right that's the leader to beat whatever our next movie is it's gonna have to compete against god it's gotta be the turtles it's got Oh my gosh, we forgot about the best line. What's the best line? The best line in the movie is when Leonardo is fighting a bunch of bad guys and then he gets hit into a glass container filled with lots of uh, swords and then he equips all of the swords, Mm -hmm. looks the camera straight down the barrel and goes, come to daddy. (sighs) And that's that's it. And I think that is where we're going to leave it. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to end on that Hey, note. CJ, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you love being a turtle? You know, uh, people tell me I look like a turtle a lot. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It, it's, uh... Well, you know what? Take solace in the fact that there's a large group of people <laughs> in the Ninja Turtles <laughs> fandom that find you incredibly sexy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. You're welcome, Siege. Let's plug our social media. Yeah, uh, we have social medias now. We have an Instagram and we have a Twitter. Follow us at every 2007 movie. 2007 is the number is 2007. Follow us there. We're going to be posting updates to the podcast, pictures of us doing it. Oh, that sounds gross. I meant like doing the. Not like April (laughs) O'Neill. Oh, kill me. Not like April O'Neil, just do, doing the podcast thing. I want to fucking die. I can't believe it. I should have said I look like a turtle. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Praise Sarah Michelle Geller. Praise her. <laughs> Praise be to Sarah Michelle Geller. And a big thank you to Gina Royale for letting us use her song 20-something off her album Yellow. Check it out, guys. It's really great. And on that note... We'll see you in 2007. Oh, seven.